0: I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. In this podcast, we talk about the joys of motherhood, as well as the experiences
1: that have altered us along the way. We've created a safe space to talk about the hard and unconventional alongside the beauty, and we want you to feel confident in the decisions that you make as a mother. Welcome to the Motherhood Collective Co. Let's talk.
0: her in the car and i like heard her kind of just like flailing around and i looked back and she just had it was like around her eyes and she was just like, being, kind of like holding her breath like, it was the,
1: like the, the gasping yeah.
0: <gasps> <gasps> oh these are so comfy Canada. okay oh are we on yeah okay ready we're gonna do like the clap
1: seven minutes okay clap. Clap. <laughs> all right Welcome back to the Motherhood Collective Co. We're in a fun new room. I know, in a new room. We're all set up. My husband got this all mm-hmm. ready for us. He's so sweet. He's the best. <laughs> um, but hopefully this will make it a little bit easier to reach more people. And yeah, it's just actually, it's a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. with these big comfy chairs. Mm-hmm. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, and we're excited because we launched the registration for mm-hmm. our fall event finally this morning. We already have
1: most of the spots filled, yep. but... If Half of them were taken in, this, in, the li- in the first minute. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if you're listening to this, it's Monday morning. There might still be a spot available. Yeah. So go ahead and check it out. Um, we're just going to hang out and we're going to have lots of fun treats. We're going to do some kind of fun fall craft mm-hmm. and just sit around a fire and talk about yeah. all the things. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a smaller group of girls so that we can just like really hang out and talk. And... We always like to tell people to come, even if you don't know anyone coming, um, our last event, I don't think anybody knew each other and it was great.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely great. And there was like 16
0: (laughs) people and everybody
1: had a great time. Yeah. I feel like we are very inviting like (laughs) to people. No, I really do. I feel like when people come in, I mean, at least with our last event, the, the vibe was very much like open up right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we guided conversation and I feel like people got comfortable with each other really quickly because i know it was really cool
0: i feel like when people were doing intros they just like dove right into it which was kind of it just like shows you there are people who are just like looking for a relationship and to like go deep yeah so yeah anyways we would love to have you there um that's gonna be a couple of saturdays from now yeah
1: september 30th 6 to 10 p.m the address is hidden right now we will text you sorry lily just yonder is really cute we will text um you the address once you register yeah hi well today we are opening up our postpartum series yes um and we're just gonna start with like what do you actually need those first few weeks postpartum yeah like what are some things you can do to make life easier what can you expect let's just say like the first week to two weeks you get home with your brand new baby
0: it's like all the things that i feel like are relevant to me right now and amanda just went through so we'll kind of just like try to yeah tackle it together i feel like Maybe even like starting at, we've talked about hospital bags in the past, but maybe we could start off at like, okay, if we're not trying to pack like a a suitcase or two, (laughs) like what do we need
1: going to the hospital? Well, let me tell you what I actually used going to the hospital. So I started out, um, (laughs) if you might hear Lillian. (laughs) um i started out laboring very naturally so i used um my headphones Mm -hmm. because i was listening to my birth playlist so you obviously need like a charger phone charger i used a comb the wide tooth comb for like pain control um i didn't use my tens unit i don't know why i didn't use my tens unit so i brought that never used it i brought oils never used the oils brady kept asking me do you want me oh actually no i did i got nauseous at some point in time um and use the peppermint oil and the lemongrass because, oh, okay. um, my appetite went down and lemongrass for some reason, I wanted to eat that like my whole pregnancy. So <laughs> lemongrass doesn't actually have that effect. It's just like, that was the effect That's on me. So, <laughs> so funny. I use lemongrass oil, but I packed a bunch of snacks. I packed like, um, grass fed beef sticks, yeah. um, and applesauce packs. And I was pounding those okay. as much as I could between contractions and stuff and I wasn't asking for permission for that by the way like if any of you are about to go into labor bring your freaking food and when the nurse is gone have your doula or your husband just like hand you the food like you can eat you can I promise Mm -hmm. it's gonna be okay
0: yeah we were meeting with my doula yesterday and she was like all for eating throughout labor
1: which I thought was
0: it's just so different than my experience with Sunny where you're like, yeah, you can't can not even have water?
1: You need, if you're, especially if you're trying to have like a vaginal birth, yeah. it's a marathon yeah. and it can last days. Right. So like make sure I you're that's fueling why yourself. I think
0: that's why I'm, I'm like having a hard time packing my bag because I'm like, okay, I obviously want to be at home as long as possible. Ideally, I literally show up to the hospital and I'm like, the baby's like halfway out or something. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That that was what I wanted to. That's what I wanted. I don't know. That's like my ideal. So I'm like, how much do I really need? But then you think you're gonna be there for a little bit after the birth. Yeah. I'm like, I use my diffuser a ton in labor with Sunny, but I was in labor for like thirty hours in the same room. Yeah. So snacks obviously, you know, some clothing items, but I overpacked with Sunny and it was honestly overwhelming to come home. Maybe people aren't like me, but like to unpack it, to unpack it yeah. and be like, oh, all of my stuff is still, you know, yeah. like how can you be as minimal as possible yeah. and still cover Those, what you need? Exactly.
1: I don't feel like I overpacked this time. I did with Noah and I didn't even open my hospital bag with Noah. Yeah. Um, but with, so that's what I use while I was laboring. Yeah. Postpartum what I used was I use her diapers because yes. I don't want to use pampers and that's yeah. what the hospital has. Right. Um, I brought, you need to bring an oil, like some kind. Yeah of oil for the meconium because like that stuff is tar and you will damage their skin trying to wipe it off with wipes. So I brought wipes, diapers, and oil. I brought a couple of outfits for Lily Lou here. I brought a cute like stage photo props. So like her little sign that said she's here. Her outfit. I did bring a couple of pacifiers. The hospital is the only time she took a pacifier she hasn't since (laughs) except for that one day i texted you a picture (laughs) that was such a fluke um sunny
0: was the same way she only took a pacifier in the hospital and then we got home and she was like i don't know what these are yeah but now that she's like three i feel like but my friends that are weaning, it's like so hard to yeah. get rid of the pacifier. So I'm like, maybe it was a blessing. A
1: blessing. Yeah, she's fine. I mean, I, I don't miss the pacifier. <laughs> but passive babies are so cute. I know they so are part cute. Part of me really wanted but her to have a pasi. It's so funny because I'll put something in her mouth, either whether it's a bottle nipple or a binky, and she makes like the most disgusted face. It's not like she's like gagging on it anymore because initially like, that was is the problem. She's like, excuse me, yeah. this texture is not the vibe. This is not what I want. So. I did bring pacifiers, outfits, diapers, wipes. I said all of that. Um, and then the other thing I used a lot was my robe. I brought a really yeah. comfy robe and I brought, um, I didn't bring my disposable underwear to the hospital cause I just wore theirs while okay. I was there. Um, I didn't yeah, bring pads or anything it, yeah. because I used the hospitals. So those are that's fine.
0: Totally. And I feel like I'm like between ordering some kind of gown or just Wearing a bra, yeah. But then it's like, I don't know. I don't know why this is so like. I brought a gown,
1: and me. I wish I wouldn't have. I'll give you mine. Yeah, I Just... literally had
0: my bag packed with Sunny. I think when I was like thirty weeks, yeah, everything was done. Do and you want time, a gown? Like,
1: I think so. I mean, uh, I don't. Do you want my gown? Sure. Okay. Is it Get it before though? you leave. No, I was. <laughs> do you, did you see me pregnant? I am not a small pregnant woman. <laughs> you were tiny. I feel like
0: you were tiny
1: <laughs> i'm not You feel so uh, huge no I'm just like you're beautiful oh. stop um so nipple cream bring i brought a nipple cream use that that's really all i used charger oh. headphones gown diapers wipes um outfits for her robe for me a go-home outfit which make it comfy don't try to be looking like real cute coming out of the hospital <laughs> you can look cute like I did shower there. Yeah. I don't think I, I did shower with Noah, but I was like yeah. so out of it. I had to have help and stuff. I showered my own free will. <laughs> so I brought all <laughs> my shower stuff. Um, but honestly, that's about it. I didn't read a book. I didn't I'll probably bring like shower shoes. Cause I have yes. literal, such, OCD I just bring my, yeah. my mm-hmm. shoes. I wear all the time anyways, yeah. because they're waterproof. Yeah. I wore them throughout the entire hospital yeah. and I wore them in the shower. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Shower shoes important. Cause yeah. those, Yeah. Even if it's a clean hospital, it's a hospital. It's a hospital. Yeah, and it's a shower that's not yours. Don't go barefoot in that place. So let's talk about bringing your baby home. So you're going to need, obviously, your car seat is installed. You come in. um, You're going to be waiting for a really long time if you're doing a hospital birth. Because like checkout takes freaking forever. I know,
0: yeah. It was hours, hours
1: where they're like, "Okay, we're gonna get you checked up. Get ready. We're like mm-hmm. all packed and ready to go." And then we're like, "Okay, we're just still sitting here forever." Um, but ooh, before you go on, do you know what one of my favorite things about giving birth in the hospital is? What. It's the <laughs> dude they had this hospital st joe's had such good food and i was ordering they had like they did homemade pizzas on like homemade dough and i ate like two of those a day and wow. you can as the mom just order food whenever you want and they've got like a full restaurant menu i ordered so much food so much food. i do
0: have like some nostalgia from like postpartum with sunny we were there for like a whole week and we were i'm not normally like a starbucks girl but yeah. that was the only coffee that they had there yeah and so Chase would go downstairs and get me a pumpkin spice latte every morning. <laughs> and it was kind of like she was born like right at the beginning of like the season of fall. And I'm like, oh, that was kind of nice. But yeah. like, I don't remember the food. I don't feel like it was good. Oh, St. Joe's was good. I think that like food. we ordered DoorDash actually. Yeah. Like got sushi and stuff because, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on the hospital. Yeah. Oh, 100%. We got like a Bundt cake because yeah. that's something that Sky Ridge does apparently. Yeah
1: um that's one of the things they do right that's fun I like that <laughs> I like that um so bringing your baby home that first day when you get home uh just take it so easy yeah take it so easy you're gonna have to introduce your pets to your baby <laughs> oh, yeah. um which is like a big deal mm-hmm. and I um I remember bringing Seamus or Noah home to meet Seamus, and Seamus like sniffed him and was fine. Honey latched on to my child. She like, and she was so sweet. She like crawled up to her, but then she goes crazy. Mm-hmm. So then Brady's having to like hold her back, but she absolutely loved her. So like, introducing your pets is good. You can bring like if your dog is crazy like mine. Um, we brought in her blanket first yeah. and let Honey smell the blanket, so they weren't just like.
0: Yeah, my dogs, dogs actually like had some. One of my dogs had some, like, aggression issues, which was really disconcerting. Like, you just come home. Yeah. You're gosh. so excited about your baby. And then every time that she would cry, um, I think, like, Benny is so just, like, emotionally in tune with everybody all the time. So he would kind of sense that, like, we were getting maybe stressed when someone yeah. would cry or something. And he would try to, like, growl and, like, pounce at her.
1: Oh, my god, And it was
0: really scary because scary. I had never seen that behavior from him prior yeah. to that. And, um, we had to get him some like really intensive training, but I just remember crying being like, I don't want to get rid of Benny. Like, and anyone who knows me knows Benny's like my soul dog. Like I would, he's like just the best. And so I would have had such a hard time, but we just trained with him really well, worked on a ton of positive reinforcement, giving him space. Um, and it ended up being okay, but it can be a transition for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And siblings. So another thing you can do with dogs and I'll jump into siblings Another thing you can do with dogs, like with Seamus, because he got really depressed after Noah and he never really turned back into himself afterwards. He used to be like a really peppy, like wanted to play all the time dog. Now he's just like a chill, kind of lay down a lot dog, which is kind of sad. That is sad. It is. So something that I did for him was every time I would feed Noah, I had like a little bag of dog food or treats and I would feed Seamus yeah. the treats every time I was feeding Noah Aww. and then I just made sure I tried to spend some one-on-one time with him honey didn't care she's like this is great another kid to play with. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. she was not depressed right whatsoever. um we have the same personality in our
0: dogs yeah. like our <laughs> oldest male <laughs> and our youngest girl and literally the difference between them is so
1: comical yeah to me it, it is very funny um siblings so something we did we had Noah buy Lily a present um and it's like her, it was her little fox that I take her yes. pictures with. And then also, he was staying with Susan, um, Brady's mom, when we were in the hospital with Lily, and she took him to just like the dollar store and let him pick out presents for her and when he came and he brought a bag of presents I lost it it was so sweet he was so excited he was so excited and I was just so that's another thing we should talk about is I was so nervous to see Noah for the first time Mm. because here you are and and I did not I did not expect that whatsoever Mm. here you are in this environment in the hospital it's just you and your baby and you are falling in love all over again I'm gonna cry (laughs) because it is like having a baby is it is it's like falling in love like with your spouse your Falling in love with this yeah. new human and it's just you and them and you need that time, mm-hmm. I think. And then when, you know, it was time for Noah to come, oh, I was sense. terrified yeah. to see him. Cause I'm like, what if I don't love him as much now? It's like so what really, yeah. if it feels different? What if mm-hmm. I look at him and I don't get like the same feeling I'm getting with my baby? Mm-hmm. Because you have an actual hormonal, like yeah. high yeah. when you're looking at your baby. But then he walked in the room and it just everything melted away all mm-hmm. those worries melted away cuz i'm just like oh no, there's, so there's real, my baby
0: though. i feel like that's probably the biggest fear every mom
1: has yeah. going from one to two is like yeah. how do you possibly love another. another just like you love your toddler yeah and, and then it flipped i was worried how am i going to love my toddler now as mm-hmm, much as i love this new which baby makes sense, yeah. which was so hard so i, I It's normal to worry about, but it was all, it was amazing having Mm -hmm. him come in and just like melting over him and seeing them together. It's like a whole different, you're falling in love with your oldest a whole different way now because they're loving your baby and you love your baby. So it's so much fun. But then when we came home from the hospital, we had Susan bring Noah over. We had bought Noah a gift from Lily oh yeah yeah and it was a it was an extravagant it wasn't gift. A small gift it does not need to be an extravagant gift but we went don't compare yourself we, well here's the story we went we were like 38 39 weeks and i'm like brady we gotta get noah something from lily so that when he comes home yeah. it's like a big ordeal for him and i'm thinking like an rc car my kid yeah. has like 20 i'm not even exaggerating 20 rc cars that's like his jam mm-hmm. and um I, there was this one he had his eye on it's like 60 bucks and we went to walmart and my husband's like that's 60 bucks i'm not buying that i'm like well then what were you planning on buying him? And he walks down, he sees this three hundred dollar bounce house that takes up our entire unfinished basement. He's like, This, this is the gift. So so whenever we got home, we had that all wrapped up and um, beforehand and like had it hid hidden in the house. Yeah. So we said, Lily got you a present and oh my gosh, did he just love mm-hmm. that? And then he talked about how Lily got him that present for weeks. Yeah. And the another thing I think you should be mindful of when you're transitioning from one to two. I know it's four. So maybe it's a lot easier because he, there's no like rivalry between the yeah. two. He's not a baby anymore and he's not needing me for baby yeah. things. But I never use the language of I can't because I'm holding the baby. I can't because I'm feeding Lily. Mm-hmm. It was my hands are busy right now. I would so love to do that. Give me five mm-hmm. minutes, you yeah. know, give me three minutes, whatever the timing is. I would love to do that. My hands are busy, but like give me some time. Yeah. And then I would get up and I, I you have to stick to your word obviously uh, you can't just say I'll do it in five minutes and then in half an hour goes by and then they're never going to trust you I know totally (laughs) but that was another thing that we did to like make that transition with Noah a little bit easier but if it's like your first baby um and you're just coming home for the first day either DoorDash food or pop up one of your freezer meals or have like if someone texts you and says like hey can I bring you a meal today just say yes yeah um and like you just sit in bed with your husband and your baby and just I know. relax I
0: feel like that <laughs> that's something I also feel like is so special like your first it's never gonna be like that again no it's not just like cozying up in bed having nothing else to tend to other than just you and your baby right next to yeah. you and watching tv watching movies watching a football game yeah and oh I'm yeah. just eating good food I just feel like there's
1: nothing like that time. There isn't. You you'll you will never have that again. Yeah. Um but what I will say cuz I feel like 1 and 2 have their own like really unique amazing ups and really unique downs mm-hmm. I feel like with your first everything is so new you yeah. just got smacked in the face with a child you had a baby in then and then the hospital said okay go home now and you bring your baby home it is the weirdest mm-hmm. feeling <laughs> like, just like are we sure okay. I can do this yeah there's three of us <laughs> yeah. and now I'm responsible yeah. for this life like yeah. it is so bizarre and then you're like I think it's a little bit more stressful your first time around because you're like, okay, they're crying in the middle of the night. What's going on? Or you guys are trying to get used to breastfeeding and maybe there's a little bit of tenderness. Maybe the baby's crying a little bit and you're wondering if you're doing everything Mm -hmm. right. There's like a lot of second guessing in first time motherhood. Um, So while you get all of that amazing alone time and you can literally just be in bed for weeks Mm -hmm. (laughs) with your baby and it's so special – at least the second time around, you're just vibing. I brought that baby yeah. home and I'm just like, I'm a mom already. Yeah. I'm just vibing with this. Yeah. This is so much fun. <laughs> totally. Like, I am not second guessing anything. Breastfeeding mm-hmm. was a breeze, yeah. sleep was a breeze. Like, I had yeah. already established my type of motherhood yeah. as. With a newborn, decisions were already like made. Whereas, yeah, like, the first time
0: around, everything is a new decision. Exactly. Where you're like, oh, well, I didn't think about this. Exactly. Like no one. And told that's me about exhausting. This. Yeah. The decision
1: making of yeah. of parenthood is exhausting in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But getting used to the decision making in yeah. parenting is really hard. So, um yeah, I just feel like you have a lot to look forward to, no matter what number of kid this is. Um, the confidence number two has been great. Yeah, I'm for
0: sure me. then afterwards, like if you're like a mom of two or more, you're probably like, Yeah, just wait till there's three or four. Yeah. And you just have to like come home and roll with the punches, right? Yeah. Away. <laughs> and that, yeah, it probably gets less. Like, I feel like postpartum probably gets less and less like glamorous. I don't even want to use the word glamorous because postpartum, there's a lot that is not. Yeah. But I feel like it gets less and less like of this ease into life. Yeah. Like, the more kids you have, it has to yeah. be like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, because with your first year, you're just like totally figuring out a new normal Mm -hmm. with your second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever. You're bringing them into your normal. Yeah. And I do feel like I hit like eight weeks postpartum and I, I didn't feel postpartum anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like with Noah, I felt postpartum until he was like a year old. Yeah. You know, like I was still getting used to everything because they change so fast. Mm -hmm. Um, But like eight weeks after I had Lily, I'm like, okay, I'm not postpartum anymore. I can do all the things that I normally do. And I felt very much like in a routine. Yeah. Which I did not feel that way with Noah. But... Um, you do lose that like mm-hmm. just weeks and weeks and weeks of laying in bed. I still got that because mm-hmm. Brady was out or off for two weeks. And then I had my aunt come in to stay with us mm-hmm. to play with Noah. And then I had Noah staying with my mother-in-law with his cousins. Mm-hmm. So like I set up a month. It was actually five weeks of time where I could just be in bed yeah. with Lily, so which nice. I think is nice and important. Hey Finn, how are you doing? Um, but, like, what types of things do you use those first couple of weeks? I really loved um, the Freedom Mom underwear. I loved them. I, I agree. They're the best. They are so – I didn't have those with Noah. They weren't – that was not a thing mm-hmm. when I had Noah. So, um, I had, like – not great I have like five packs ones. of those yes they are great and I just used I don't even know how do you say rail rail real? it's r-a-e-l they're like the organic cotton pads from oh Target. I have no idea Mm-mm. I use that I use the Perry bottle a lot because the, postpartum has a smell it mm. is a whole it's a wound healing smell it's not yeah. just like a normal period smell you right. have a dinner plate size wound in your uterus, so that blood smells like wound blood to me, anyways. Yeah, that makes sense. So the peri bottle I was constantly using to clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, poop. Let's talk about poop. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't remember that at <gasps> all. Okay. So I don't I've never had, having a
0: hard time peeing. I mean we yeah. well, okay. So between the three of our births they've all been C sections So like yeah. that's take take that for what it is. But yeah. I do remember feeling like like my bladder wouldn't wake up from surgery. That's yeah. what they were saying. And so I literally like was having the hardest time. They had to cast me like three times yeah. in mom baby because my bladder like would not pee. And I like had such an amazing nurse who came in and put peppermint oil like in the toilet and yeah. sat with me and tried all these things. Yeah. Finally, I could pee again, but I was freaked out. I, I don't know. remember what I honestly do not remember pooping, but I remember that that was like freaking me out. I'm like, why can't I pee like I have to yeah.
1: and it's not like coming out. I I had a conversation with um, a vaginal birth mom who just went through this. Mm. And so some things you can do to help you pee. Let's talk about that first. Um, You need to open your anterior pelvic outlet, Mm -hmm. right? So in order to do that, you need to spread your legs wide. So you can either face the toilet backwards Mm -hmm. or just like open your legs as wide as you can and kind of lean forward onto the toilet. Um, And that will kind of open that up and that can help. I'm trying to think of what else my... I I think the
0: peppermint oil actually really helped. I was going to say peppermint oil. Like dropping that into the toilet bowl. Mm -hmm.
1: And then you just have to be patient and wait. Just Mm -hmm. sit there and wait. Pooping. So post-c-section, pooping is hard because they took your colon out of your body and they put it back in. And then you had, and then, you know, you have all of this, um, this material in your body, this tissue that holds your organs in place, right? It's like a fascia. And when they take that all out, it all gets ripped. So your body is like putting itself back together. Peristalsis, which is like the smooth muscle that pushes um, feces through your colon to get to your anus to have that urge to poop, it's not working. Um, So it just, it gets compacted. It literally, for me this time, because with no, I didn't eat. So I didn't have poop in my body. I didn't yeah, eat for you a had week. hadn't eaten for like five days. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, they tell you to like if you know you're gonna have a C-section to start on stool softeners beforehand, yeah. right? Yeah. But, if but you, I if don't even you know don't know you're help. gonna have one, then you yeah. need to start like pounding them afterwards. And they
1: give them to you. So yeah. after they'll put that in your drip, or they'll give them to you orally, um, which I would
0: imagine is similar. Even if you have a vaginal delivery, yes. like you still need to be taking to stool softeners. Yeah, probably. they still. I mean, or if like you don't, magnesium. Honestly, if magnesium. you want to go drink the tea, like is what's it? element element.
1: Um, that will clear you out. Yeah. Magnesium for me, everybody's <laughs> body's different in response to like magnesium differently. Cause we're all bio-individual for me. Magnesium citrate is the form that helps me with stool. Is so, that what's
0: in these?
1: Um, I'm trying to, I don't remember, but I take like 500 milligrams. It's only 60 milligrams in there. So like, yeah, I notice it 500 milligrams of some magnesium citrate will help. But, um, you could if, if you're straining if you're pushing you could be getting like anal fissures so <laughs> lily making her little podcast commentary over there guys
0: she's literally an angel i know she's just laying on the floor my sister my sister keeps going around telling everyone she's like oh i just hope my next baby is just like lily she's like i just like need that for
1: myself she's a very she had such a difficult like first time yeah. with like her newborn yeah. and so
0: it's like seeing a content baby is like foreign to her she's yeah. like what do you mean they just like are existing yeah <laughs> and content with that. yeah <laughs> sunny was the same
1: way so i'm like just how do you i'm yeah. like
0: no oh, i'm this praying way too. i'm just praying we have another like chunky
1: content yes.
0: baby no was sleep. this way too
1: i think the biggest difference between boys and girls in general is girls experience the world visually mm-hmm. as children yeah. most of them not all of them but the majority of boys experience the world physically Mm. so noah definitely wanted to be interacted with more yeah um like he wanted to play and he wanted to touch Mm -hmm. and he you know he's just so giggly and joyful and happy so but he was still very content right um it's just funny because even
0: as like as a baby and then even as a toddler you can put sunny in a different room than where you are and she will like not need you for hours like she'll just be
1: that's gonna be so great for you
0: postpartum honestly i know but i also feel like it's it kind of makes me feel guilty sometimes because i'm like (laughs) she'll literally come in like when I was super sick at the beginning of this yeah. pregnancy, she would go in her playroom for literally hours and I would close the top baby gate. So she couldn't go down the stairs. So it's just like our bedroom, her bedroom yeah. and the playroom. Like our upstairs is very small. And so I could generally always like hear her. All Everything's anchored to the wall. It's all baby proof, but I would feel bad because I'd be like dozing off and she'd come in and be like, mom, I'm playing with Baba. And I'm like, good job, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. The, last week, Noah,
1: <laughs> I went to lay down with Lily in bed And to put her down for a nap and I fell asleep. I was so tired. I fell asleep. I woke up and it was like an hour and a half later. And you're that like panic, like, oh my gosh, what are my kids? (laughs) So like I went in, Noah's just playing in his room. I said, Hey buddy, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I fell asleep. He goes, it's okay. You look tired. So I just let you sleep. "Mm, You are so (laughs) freaking. I know.
0: know. Like did I, did I tell you about that time that like I was going to go get Boba with my sister and then she, I was like, "Never mind. I'm too tired. I don't want to go. And I sent her that text and I don't remember anything after that. I like must've fallen asleep. I fell asleep in Sunny's bed (laughs) and I woke up to somebody opening the front door and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And Amanda had bought me Boba, came over, brought it upstairs and Sunny had put every single blanket that she owns on top of me as I was asleep. And she (laughs) was just silently playing in the next room. She's such a sweet And I'm like, you just let me sleep. And I looked at the time that I sent that text to my sister, the time that Amanda came over, it was like almost an hour of just (laughs) like... I was asleep and Sunny was playing, and I'm like, oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. But angels. Yes. <laughs> um, so, postpartum poop. <laughs> yeah. If you need, I mean, I know we're like supernatural, pretty crunchy. Magnesium's kind of like the go to, but if you need a stool softener, go get a stool softener. Yeah. I got so compacted because I was pounding so much food. Um, it was like five days post surgery. I still hadn't gone, and it Hurt so bad, and my stomach was so bloated. I was so uncomfortable. I texted like, Brady even a suppository. I know works that's what I on told. I, I texted Brady and I said, "Go get me a suppository." Yeah. But what was funny was like as he was picking them out and sending me pictures, it finally started coming. Yeah. And I could get it out, but it was a lot of strain and it was very uncomfortable. Um. Yeah. And then you're like, is something gonna burst? Yeah. Inside of me. It, yeah. It was not fun. Um. If you had a C-section, some things that you might need or want. Um. I a belly yeah, binder. Oh, <laughs> yes, a belly binder. I got the Frida mom one. I really like that more than the one that the hospital came with. And or they even have like compacted, like
0: high waisted underwear that I love. They were like spandex, but yeah. like on steroids. And they just like make you feel, and they have this little patch that goes over your scar to make sure that um, it's a material that won't catch on any. Yeah. If you have stitches or staples or anything, it won't catch on anything. But it's they're really comfy. Yes. Um,
1: well, and I felt like the Freedom really Mom underwear, those. honestly, did, they were soft on my incision, and they covered it, and I really liked yeah. it. I did get the Freedom Mom um Silicone patches for my scar. which I really like. Oh, I Once, didn't know they had those. Yeah, you have to wait until it heals, okay. but um, so that you're not pulling off like a scab or anything. But like those are really cold nice. Cold packs, heating pads. Yes. And <laughs> I really liked the hospital gives them for like pads, like the the cold packs you break. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought some of those and I would put those on my incision and I really liked that because they would fit under my um my belly binder. Really love the belly binder. Um, yeah. You just feel like your organs aren't gonna fall out of your scar that Yeah, way. girl, she's smiling at you. I know, she's. <laughs> um, vaginal birth—you are gonna need, and vaginal birth or C-section—you are gonna need some like overnight pads. Yeah, but then also have like some regular absorbency because you only bleed heavy for the first few days. At least I did, and then it was more spotting. Um, so I I didn't need like really heavy pads after the first few days um and then Frida Frida baby, I guess I call it Frida mom, but they sell like a whole postpartum kit that comes with those breakable pads, the witch hazel like wipes that go over them and then like the perineal spray. Mm-hmm. I just think those are so great. Just go pick one of those up. Yeah. They're so great. Um but you might need ice packs for discomfort down under and even if you had a C-section, if you had if you got like hemorrhoids or if you have an anal fissure mm-hmm. from pushing um The ice packs are great. So I would definitely have those on hand. Um, My bathroom, it's like a war zone. Like, you know, because we have like the little water closet in our bathroom. Yeah. And it was just covered with stuff that I... I need it, like wipes and the peri bottle and the different types of ice packs and pads and, yeah. and all of the things. Um, yeah. And
0: honestly, I feel like if you want to like treat yourself to a couple of just like really cozy outfits postpartum. Yes. I mean, I'm just like a cozy girl in general. So like I don't really wear a lot of like tight clothes, but so I feel like most of my closet would accommodate. Mine did not. <laughs> yeah. But if you're somebody that like loves to wear tight clothing and you just really want some like bigger, comfier, like robes or just giant, like t-shirt dresses, Mm -hmm. like whatever you feel like would be, um, you know, that you can just lounge in and not feel like you're trying to like force yourself back into any sort of pre-pregnancy clothes. I don't know. Just like treat yourself to some nice slippers, some cozy outfits. Um, and then we can talk a little bit too about
1: just like how to even
0: prep for food or treats or snacks yeah. or like...
1: um. But bedside, I had um, a lot of breast pads. I had disposable. I had bamboo. And then I also had the LV Catch. Do you yeah. have one of those? Mm-hmm. I thought those were great because I felt like with breast pads in the beginning, they would fold my nipples and then I would get clogged up yeah. because they couldn't release while I was sleeping. The LV Catch, I put in my nursing bras and they would fill up at night. And I would put... um. I had the Medilla, um. I don't know what they're called. They're kind of like the LV catch, but it's just for, they've got like air pockets and it's just for sleeping so that if you have like tender nipples, but they came with these like foam pads in them that I would put in my LV catch because it would soak up all the milk that was dripping and then I wouldn't leak. But those are great because it allows your body to express milk and you stay dry. Yeah. You stay dry because after a few weeks, you don't, Le- like just leak at night yeah. your boobs don't just leak you know you they have a letdown you do yeah. so you won't just be wet and soggy forever just so you know <laughs> if you're there in that spot right now it takes a little longer for your body to figure out your first time but your second mm-hmm. time it happens really quickly um so breast pads a lot of burp rags um i had water a snack or two like in my drawer i had easy snacks i didn't have to get out of bed for it. Yeah. so like the beef sticks um epic bars RX bars, Mm -hmm. Um, I really like those. Applesauce packs, just things I didn't have to leave for. And then I really like, because if you're breastfeeding at night, you should, I would recommend using like a red light to see Mm -hmm. because it's not stimulating to you or your baby um so we have a hatch in our room on my nightstand because we co-sleep and it was just set to a red light and I set it brighter those first few nights because I feel like when you're getting you this is a new baby whether you co-slept with your first Mm -hmm. baby or not and they're they have different personalities different sleep Mm -hmm. patterns so getting used to co-sleeping with her I liked to see her yeah and so when I opened my eyes I liked that red light kind of being on and I could see her yeah and so that was nice to have bedside I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, it is really nice to put a towel underneath your sheets yeah, (laughs) so that you are not having to continuously wash your mattress protector, have a mattress protector, even in your last few weeks of pregnancy, your water could break at any time, but have a mattress protector. I like to put a towel underneath the sheet. Um, so that way, when I'm changing the sheets, I just change a towel. and don't have to worry about the mattress protector. Uh, night sweats are super common. I mm-hmm. didn't have them a lot this time around, mm-hmm. which I thought was weird. With Noah, it was insane. Yeah. Um, so I had like a little fan, the same fan I brought to the hospital in case I needed that. I didn't really use them too much mm-hmm. this time around. Yeah. Um, but those first few days back, like really focus. And if you're talking about like Chinese medicine, like mm-hmm. traditional Chinese medicine – You want to eat hot things because heat adds energy to the body and it helps Mm -hmm. you heal faster. So eating like soups um, and and just like warm prepared Mm -hmm. meals, casseroles, things like that. Yeah, the
0: book The First 40 Days has a lot of information on that, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, And I feel like something we were just talking about is like going – to Costco. I mean, with Sunny, I had like a really awesome meal train, but we were also like super, super involved in a church at that point, And yeah. we're not really right now. So we're like, I don't know if we'll have a meal train this time. We're trying to like prepare yeah. a little bit more ahead of time. And I had seen this video about um, going to Costco and just getting a bunch of those meals. Yeah. We have like a a deep freezer in our yeah. garage because our dog's food. <laughs> all like needs to stay frozen. sounds so ridiculous. We bought a freezer for our dog's food, but (laughs) it was taking up our whole freezer. So we have the space to like do that. And so I think we might do that because I think there's like a lot of pressure to like prepare all these meals ahead of time and cook. And I like follow this mom on Instagram who's like I think about the same gestation as me. And she has like 40 meals prepared in her fridge or her freezer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like breakfast, lunches, she has everything labeled. And I found myself just being like, oh my gosh, I haven't even had time to like go get a pedicure. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't I don't remember the last time I was able to even make my own breakfast. So yeah.
1: Costco has like a lot of really good quality stuff, honestly. Yeah. yeah so I feel good.
0: like just like stocking up on stuff like that, just so yeah. you feel, you just know, nobody has to like step up and cook and you're not really reliant on a meal train if that's yeah. not like, going to be something that's available
1: yeah Yeah. um to me if you want to if you do want to have some frozen meals and you're like but I don't have time to just sit here and cook something that I did and I only did two of these meals I didn't do a lot but when I was cooking dinner if it was like a soup or something that would freeze well I would just take half of it and I would put it in the freezer Mm -hmm. I would just make it super simple um I I did not go out of my way to make meals but yeah we we had a bunch of like stuff like that in the freezer as well just to have on hand so we could throw something in right I didn't cook for like over five weeks, maybe six weeks, yeah. um, which was nice. Honestly, get, get like a Dash Pass if you don't have one already. Yeah. Like on DoorDash,
0: you can pay, I think it's like 5 or $10 a month. Um, We've had one for as long as I can really remember. <laughs> but like every – it's really hard to justify, like to not justify ordering DoorDash when – it's, you're, you're not paying like literally any extra fees if you have the dash pass. So you go to like order and you just have to tip the driver on top of like the exact cost of of your food. So, um, anyways, that's like a really good option or like a good option to gift. A new mom would be some kind of like DoorDash gift card. Or if you know that they like a specific restaurant, um, I just think things like Uber Eats and DoorDash are really awesome because they don't have to
1: leave their house and like their husband doesn't have to leave the house. They can just like
0: get food delivered. So
1: So have some ideas of how you're going to eat. Don't just leave it until you're postpartum and then that's pressure. Think about it. Have some ideas. Plan it out a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think. We talked about food, supplements, what to have in your bathroom, what to have in your bedroom for those first Maybe even like
0: what to set up as far as like self-care goes postpartum because I feel like with Sunny, I really didn't think much about myself at all. And I think that that – Was a problem because I had a really good postpartum with her, but I feel like mentally looking back, like some things could have gone better if I had prepared ahead of time. And this time I am... Um, going to have like postpartum massages. Yes. And I have like this lady who does my abdominal massages and she does belly binding mm-hmm. afterwards. Like does this like yep. belly wrap on you. Yeah. Um, Chiropractic care for sure. Yeah. And like, sh- you know, certain like um, herbal baths and mm-hmm. just like trying to make sure that you're actually taking care of yourself and prioritizing that um if you like have a therapist you love maybe like have a session set up that you can count on to like process your birth or that if that's your doula or your friend or somebody that like can come over and just process that with you yes Um, I did that
1: that was very helpful
0: yeah so I think just like having those things ways to like clear your head take care of your body um and kind of like spoil yourself a little bit after that have yeah. something maybe to look forward to
1: and if this is your first kid and you don't have any of that set up and you're listening to this and you're freaking out just take a shower yeah just get up have your husband hold the baby and if the baby's crying tell him to take him yeah. out of the room and like prioritize Ten that 10 minutes yeah in the shower anything that would make amazing. you feel good if you
0: want to go like drink your coffee on
1: the porch by yourself yes.
0: or like, take a nap with your
1: dogs, yes. like, and don't leave your relationship with God, postpartum. I think when yeah. you're when we're overwhelmed like that, mm-hmm. it is really easy to not I mean, it's almost like forgetting. it's not forgetting, but it's like I don't have time yeah. you prioritizing it. like you're in survival mode, even if mm-hmm. you're in survival mode, yeah. like take time to be with God, even yeah. if it's just like turning on Christian music instead of watching your show for twenty yeah. minutes right. and just like sitting there, feed your baby and absorb the message like. Yeah make sure you're feeding your spirit because if Mm -hmm. you don't feed your spirit Mm -hmm. I mean that's where depression creeps in and anxiety and fear Mm -hmm. so you have to feed your spirit postpartum and honestly I feel like just give yourself the permission to
0: like not have to keep up with all of your friends and all of your family members and like give yourself permission and not have to text people back I know I know I feel like I generally give myself that permission (laughs) you do generally err on the side of like oh people understand like my phone is not going to be my priority especially if I'm with somebody yeah but then if I'm trying to do anything like with Sunny like I often leave my phone in another room than where I'm at um that makes some people mad and then I feel like my real people are like that's just how she is and it's whatever (laughs) and I just feel like in postpartum it's really essential because you're gonna have so many people texting you congrats how'd your birth go how's the baby can we come over and maybe just like divert to your husband to be like can
1: you just like maybe
0: I don't know maybe you don't get overwhelmed by your phone and this is irrelevant to some people but I get really overwhelmed I don't
1: overwhelm I just ignore it I had you know what I had um Lauren texted me after and I never thanked her for this I'm gonna have to when we meet up Mm -hmm. um she texted me and she said before she said anything she says please don't text back Mm. (laughs) she just wanted to tell me congratulations she saw we had the baby like she's beautiful Mm -hmm. like but just please don't text back which I thought was so sweet because like. She wasn't asking uh-huh. for recognition, mm-hmm. and I just think that's great. I have a hard time with like thank you cards. <laughs> so yeah. if you did something sweet for me before I had yeah. my baby, I wrote you this amazing thank you card. Yeah. If you did it for me after, like I th- thought of you so much, you probably made me cry. Like when you dropped off <laughs> that stuff before we got home. Yeah. Oh, oh, honey, <laughs> breathing that's is scary. hard. Sometimes. <laughs> But like, thank you cards are for some reason they're like a mental burden for me. Yeah. Um, So like, just give yourself permission to just send a text. Thank you. Yeah. Or if you you like,
0: if you're like, okay, maybe like in a few months I'll have more of a capacity and just be able to like, just tell yourself that you're like, these people will know that they meant they did something nice for me. And like, I, I can't do it all right now and just let it go.
1: The biggest difference between postpartum one she's fake coughing because she thinks it's funny between postpartum one and postpartum two was just saying yes yeah You know, postpartum me, our postpartum one me would have never in a million years let you pregnant and your toddler come to my house, not even come in and walk my freaking dog. But you know what? You texted me and said, hey, can I come walk your dogs? And I told myself if it if it was something I was comfortable with, I was not going to say no. But we had like an abundance of people. Mm -hmm. Can I bring you a meal? Yes. Can Mm -hmm. I walk your dog? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Can I? We had um, I had a friend come text me. Can I just. Grab no and to walk him yeah. to the park behind your house for two mm-hmm. hours. Yes. Like if people are asking,
0: they want to. Like people aren't going to yeah. offer something just to be like, oh, I just like, I feel like I need to offer something. It's like, no, people are doing that because yeah. they want to. So like just take them at their word. Yeah. Try not to read it. Like just, and that's, it's hard when you're like a hyper independent woman. I feel like both of us kind of lean yeah. more towards being independent. It's yeah. kind of like, it's hard to let somebody take over anything. Um, but it's just like. They feel good about helping you,
1: and then you actually do get some kind of a break, and that's nice. Yeah, and, and it makes your bond closer, especially if it's somebody that yeah. you love. Like, mm-hmm. it, it makes your bond closer. Yeah. Um. And also, like, don't be afraid to set boundaries. So Brady's family, very social humans, mm-hmm. and after those moms have babies on their side, what I've noticed is they're like they're very social. They want people at their house. Yeah. So the Lily was three weeks post. Oh, she was almost a month because it was 4th of July weekend. Brady's like whole family from Utah Mm -hmm. was in town. um, And his mom wanted to bring people over to show them our new house. Because she's a proud mom. And I love Susan. She's a proud mom. She wants to show off her grandbaby. She wants to show off her son's new house. Mm -hmm. And I wanted her to do that. Um, But I had to tell her like, hey, we can do that because I want you guys to see the house and I want you guys to see the baby, but like three people at a time. Yeah. And, and they made it work. Yeah, And, it, and when you set those boundaries, like people should not be yeah. getting sassy with I you. I think it
0: is really hard. Like when you go into like, if you're like an only child, this is probably like the the best thing ever for you because it's just like whatever <laughs> you say goes as far yeah. as like what happens with your kids. But if you have like a lot of siblings or if your husband has a lot of siblings and like everybody's in the stage mm-hmm. of having babies and everybody has different boundaries and different things that they're okay with, it can be really hard not to like kind of convince yourself that what you're yeah. comfortable with isn't okay because it's not the same as what someone else is comfortable with. Yeah. But I like, I did not do that while with sunny. Like yeah. I let people do things I wasn't comfortable with and I had people holding her way too early. She would cry and I wouldn't ask for her back. Like I would literally pass her off to someone and go up into my room and cry. Cause I didn't want to pass her yeah. off, but I felt like I needed to. Um, and I just think that like, it's okay if you don't want people holding your baby or kissing her baby, yeah. or if you don't want whatever that is like, but yeah, I feel like maybe communicate it ahead of time or like the best that you feel yeah. comfortable with, have your husband do that. I don't know. And if
1: there's something on your heart like you have anxiety about something, listen to it. Mothers have intuition. It is God given to us. Like Mm -hmm. we, he gave us that and it is like a superpower. I freaking love it. So like I have a lot of anxiety about people wearing perfume Mm -hmm. around my little tiny baby. You know what I mean? Like unless I know it's like a very natural scent Mm -hmm. or you know what I mean? Like I have a lot of anxiety about that. So I don't have any shame in texting someone I know that wears it and say, like, hey, please don't. I think it does
0: more damage to the relationship to try to, like, tiptoe, suppress. And yeah. then you build resentment. Yeah. And
1: And honestly, if you texted me and said, hey, Amanda, like, I don't want you to wear perfume to my house because um, you're going to hold my baby or because you're going to be around my baby. Um, I'd be like, Sure. Whatever I can do. Have you seen those? This so have you seen you? those memes that are like, I don't know what's up
0: with the boomer generation, like, kind of pushing the boundaries on everything. Like, I feel like if my friend said, "Hey, I need you to wear a hazmat suit when you come over yeah, to like meet my baby," then it. I'd wear
1: the freaking hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's so true. It's like, yeah. people really. I think boomers are uncomfortable with over it themselves. because they weren't allowed to do it. Right. So when you set a boundary, you are poking at a wound that said, wow, when I was feeling that way when I was pregnant and I had to just swallow my opinions Mm -hmm. because I lived in a much different world. Like this is, this is opening that up. Or it's like, you
0: don't really deserve that kind of permission with yourself because like, I didn't get that. So who are you to, yeah. Like,
1: yeah. But by you doing that, I think you pointed out that they could have done it. Yeah. And that probably hurts a little bit. Right. Um,
0: Or people take it personally, which like, okay, no, it's not about you. Like if someone's trying to tell you like they're not comfortable with you coming over yet or they don't want you to hold their baby yet or whatever, it's not about you.
1: No, it's it, not. It
0: never is. It's yeah. it's like just something they decided for yeah. themselves that they're comfortable with. And I feel like if we yeah. could all just like understand that, I yeah. think there would be a lot less yeah. pushback.
1: But don't like listen to us and think like, oh my gosh, I have to set all these boundaries because there are some moms, <laughs> you're angry. There are some moms who Want to be social? Yeah, like they and have like, to come be. hold my baby. Come hold my baby. Come hang out and, and talk. There and there are people that I was like that with. Like when you came over, mm-hmm. um, we sat for a couple of minutes, and then I was like, "Do you want to hold her?" Yeah, which I don't. I didn't do that with everybody, right? But I love you, like, yeah. and we have a good relationship, and I know yeah. you know what I mean. So, like, yeah, don't put a blanket statement on yourself and like make it yeah, stressful. Just, yeah, just, just do like, what you're do comfortable what you're with. Feeling in the moment. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just like such a short period of time, and then because someday you'll have. A toddler that you know you don't you can't control them the whole yeah, like, time. <laughs> like they'll they'll be gone they'll they just be, sit on grandma's lap yeah, going. <laughs> going and hanging out and eating all the cake at every yeah. party and there's just like it's such a yeah. small short period of it time is. where your baby is just like you have a say in your arms so yeah
1: so um outside of that the first couple of weeks so say yes nourish yourself Feed your spirit. Say yes and say no. Yes, say <laughs> yes and say no. Say yes to people who are trying to like actually help, like they yeah. want to drop a meal off at your front door. Mm-hmm. Say no to what you're not comfortable with. Yes. Um, I'll leak all over. Um, breastfeeding. If speaking of breastfeeding, I might need to go get a burp rag. Um,
0: <laughs> I wonder if her little feeding noises will get picked up by the mic.
1: Oh, I'm like waterboarding her right now, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, she, she always coughs and comes back and smiles. She's like, ah, that was so much. <laughs> She looks so much like Noah. It's insane. (laughs) I know. Um, So something that might surprise a lot of first-time moms is sometimes breastfeeding does not just come naturally. Yeah. Sometimes your baby and you have to just figure it out. And it doesn't, like, if there's, like, a lot of pushback from your baby, like, sometimes they don't have a lip tie. They don't have a tongue tie. They don't have gas. They just are trying to figure out how to be outside of the womb. Um, But I think having people you can call and talk to is really important. So, like, have a lactation consultant have um, like our pediatrician is
0: also a lactation yes, consultant. Molly. So like sometimes there's like really um awesome like pediatrician practices that will have a lactation consultant on yeah. staff. Or I like I know the hospital that I'm going to, they have a lactation consultant that you you can go and talk to even yeah. after and you there, leave the hospital. Yeah, there
1: are groups like with Saint Joe's, they have a lactation support group that meets virtually. <laughs> so um yeah. you can just hop online and ask your questions you can show them your latch if you want to um have like somebody because your baby birth is a business right it is I mean and not a business it's, it's a lot of work on you and your baby they're being like contracted on in all these weird positions so sometimes they're born with tension most times babies are born with tension Have a chiropractor that you know can adjust them. Have a PT, like, on hand that you know you could take them to to do some body work. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of lactation consultants Mm -hmm. that come to your house can do, like, good body work. Um, I would say, like, your lactation consultant would know, like, if you have a tongue tie or lip tie, that really needs to be released. Yeah. But also don't, like, if you think that there's a tongue tie or lip tie and your pediatrician said so and they're not a lactation consultant, like, don't just jump into it because it is a lot. That's mm-hmm. a big ordeal. Um, but some things you can do for breastfeeding. And I think I would love to have like a postpartum like breastfeeding episode. So I'm not going to like go all into it, but for the first couple of weeks, um, cause we're doing like first two weeks postpartum here, don't pump, <laughs> don't yeah, for sure. use a Haka. Don't use anything that is going to put suction on your breast because it's going to make you produce more milk because your breasts are very supply and demand and the first at least for me the first couple of weeks they oversupply um so if i put more demand on them they're going to continue to supply so Mm -hmm. i did a lot lot of of,
0: i feel like a lot of hospitals will like pressure you to pump in the hospital
1: and because i think they see moms who maybe have a hard time with supply Mm -hmm. this is not who we're talking to yeah um but like if you do have engorgement which i have with both my kids and i worked with a lactation consultant with it this time and the first thing she told me was no suction the lv catch helped a lot hand expressing like if i was so uncomfortable that i needed to like i needed to get some out i would just hand express a little bit into the sink or if you're keeping your milk whatever you need in the shower yes the comb like if you have a wide tooth comb Mm -hmm. and you rub it on some soap and just do some soft massage Mm -hmm. um The other thing you can do, I had to do block feeding with her. Have you Mm -hmm. heard of that? No. So for like three hours, I would only feed on one breast. The other breast would get super engorged. But what that was telling this my breast that I wasn't using was like, hey, we're producing too much. We need to slow down. We need to back up a little bit. And after a couple of days of block feeding, (laughs) um, the engorgement got a lot better. Cabbage leaves. Mm -hmm. Cabbage leaves will slow down your production um so like if you just need a a reset like wear some cabbage leaves some cold cabbage leaves you do like score the inside of them like with a fork or whatever to kind of like help the juices I don't know just help it all actually work I don't know what I'm trying to say there um ice packs are your best friend ice packs are your absolute best friend if you're engorged. So I have like those, I think it's Lana. they have like ice packs. They're like boob ice packs Mm -hmm. and they come with their own little like soft cover. I would sleep with those in my bra. Mm -hmm. So if you are engorged Um, and then sunflower lecithin, a lot of people take, which that first, I don't know the reason why, but it can increase your chances of postpartum depression. Did you Mm -hmm. know that? My lactation consultant told me that. Um, So she recommended I eat Brazil nuts. Like Mm. two, three Brazil nuts a day. And I did not have a single clogged duct with her. That makes sense. They're really high in selenium. Yeah. So Brazil nuts could be good to have on hand um, for those first couple of weeks. So engorgement is totally normal. Your body's got to figure it out. And with each baby, you produce more milk. And my milk came in in the hospital with her. I was amazed. <laughs> yeah. She was cluster feeding right yeah. out of the womb. Yeah. So my first letdown was in the hospital. And yeah. it took like three days with Noah, which is super typical. Mine was five. Yeah. But your baby, don't worry about that. Like your baby's getting everything. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop looking at me and just eat? Just eat your food? Um, colostrum gives them everything they need. And their tummies are so small. So don't stress out about your milk Oops. coming in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, what else? What else? We're at like an hour now. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, those first two weeks just we, we've covered a lot. Your baby's going to have um, dark poop until your milk comes in, and then they're going to have yellow seedy poop. It can get green and mucousy, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, Your baby's cord, don't pull on it. It'll fall off in the first – took noah almost a month Mm -hmm. he was so chunky that his belly just hold on hers fell off within two weeks it was still kind of gooey in the middle so we didn't bathe her until that was all healed um your baby's gonna have some baby zits because their skin is trying to get used to being in air that's totally normal um you can use like a really good quality lotion on them but they're just fine and when you give your baby their first bath they're gonna lose a lot of hair that's like a total normal thing noah looked like an old man Uh he had such long hair when he was born then he lost all of it on the top of his head Anything else? Like what should you expect those first two weeks home?
0: I don't know. I just think like just Hi. err on the side of just giving yourself a lot of grace. You're figuring out a lot of things. So if this is like just a lot of information, it's like hopefully you don't need it. But if you, you know, if you do, at least you know where to go. Because I think sometimes people just get really overwhelmed with like all of the different things. And you don't know where to get like solid advice from yeah. and I feel like most of the time things are just normal and it's just a baby and a mom trying to figure no. things out um yeah but
1: Keep it away. she's, just sticking she's like,
0: <laughs> yeah and but, yeah it's
1: just an adjustment and you'll, you'll start feeling like yourself again to ask questions to ask us like get us seriously we I yeah. we answer a lot of dms On our page. And I feel like people are always amazed like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like I really wasn't expecting you to actually take the time to do that. Mm -hmm. But we do. So like if you don't have anyone to talk to and like you're asking if something's normal, just message us. Yeah. We can help you out um, to the best of our ability or point you in the direction of somebody who can. Yeah. Um, But enjoy your first two weeks postpartum. It it all changes so fast. Once you hit a month, you'll start to kind of dip into a new normal. So that first first month as a Mm first-time mom – is a lot, but it gets easier. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. Do you want to say anything? Do you want to tell them something? <laughs> oh, a burp. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a I don't know. Ghost? She's looking at Maybe, yeah. Uh, That's a very fun cup. I love that. Uh, all right, you guys. Well, did we miss anything? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I'm sure we know. did, but
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just oh uh, yeah, as always, just message us if you have questions, and um, we will see you again next week. And yeah, go sign up for our event if there is still spots. We would love to see. Thank you for listening, and remember that you were chosen to be the mother of your children. And you are exactly where you need to be.
1: See See you you next week. week.